I'm Monique. And I'm Sierra. And you're listening to Hoochin' and Hollerin'. A podcast where we do our favorite things, drink and talk. This week we are discussing Midnight Sun chapters 12 through 14. Mm -hmm. So we're halfway through. About. Just about. About. It's 29, 30 chapters, so almost. Um, We do need to let you guys know that there will be spoilers. If you have not read Midnight Sun, do not sit here and listen to us. Go on about it. At this point, you should be reading it, though. Yeah, you should be reading it if you're listening to it. And if you're not reading it, you don't need to read it because you're listening to us. And we go into very like deep detail. Um, There will be swearing, so that's another thing. Okay, so... In chapters 12 through 14, Edward learns everything about his new bow. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. Because in the the third Twilight remake book, her name's Bo, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it Bo? Bo yeah. Swan. Bo. Bo. Bo and Ed. And Edith. Edith. Is Edith, it Edith with a Y. It's yeah. an I. She's like, we gotta be different. Um... So he's learning everything from her favorite colors to her life's aspiration. Uh, we were tuned into the Bella show as Edward grilled her for two days straight. Might have been three. Um, while Edward learned everything about his boring beloved. She's so boring. She is dry. Dry. I'm like, girl, what you do for fun? She said, what's your, he said, what's your favorite movie? Pride and Prejudice. I'm like, oh, she's like the extended version. The six hour one. I'm like, what? Get a hobby. Oh my God. Um, so while he's learning everything about her, Rose is like fuming mm-hmm. as she learned about her brother's carelessness for their family secret. Um, we also discover Alice's love for Bella, Esme's concern for Edward, and the Quillette's disdain for the Code Ones. Uh, but before we dig into all that, let's talk hooch. Mm. Today's mm, good. Good one. Each episode, we're going to be sharing a specialty cocktail. Today, we're drinking the 20, it's called the 21 Questions mm-hmm. Cocktail. Um, it's so funny how you can just name a cocktail, whatever. You literally can. Because the... The ingredients has nothing to do with questions. Not at all. Not at all. So I'm like, okay, what? I found this one just by perusing the internet, as I find all of our cocktails. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I chose it because Edward asks a million fucking questions Man. in these chapters. I'm like, bro. Ask him no. And Bella's like, I'm not even that interesting. Bella, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're not interesting. Remember when you said your favorite color was brown? Do you remember that? My stomach hurt when she said that. I'm like, why? Whose favorite color is brown? You said your favorite color was brown. She was you like, said you love every book by Jane Austen. <laughs> You're I'm boring. like, girl, why don't you have some young adult fantasy up in there? You don't got no smile. No smile. Dang. <laughs> so this cocktail features one and a half ounces of cognac. So we used Cavassier. Mm. Being the bougie girls we are. It's so good. So delicious. Muddled strawberries and mint, mm. lime juice, and some simple syrup. My favorite. <laughs> um, and it's also an elderflower liqueur in yeah. here. And we talked about it, like what we've learned over this season and a half. Liqueur, not necessary. No, I don't. I feel like. I don't taste the elderflower, but also I don't really know what elderflower it tastes like. It just smells like perfume. Yeah, so it's just a perfumey. We also know that we love brown liquor. Brown, we like brown. Pretty much every cocktail we've had with brown liquor has been a win. Yep. I think it's because brown is sweeter. Yeah, it's good. It's really and good. I don't know, white just makes you go, ah. Yeah, yeah, I like, I think I'm pretty sure my favorite alcohol is bullet bourbon. Like I'm almost positive. Oh, we know. I love a bourbon lemonade. And in the winter. <laughs> a bourbon simply. I was like, in the winter, I'll do like a bourbon and I don't know, something savory. Didn't or we something. have one that was like a bourbon mule? Yeah. Didn't we have one in well, these episodes? We have the Suffering Bastard, which is our bullet oh, bourbon. Yeah, that was good. And it's easy because you always have the ingredients because all you need is the ginger beer. And we always got ginger beer now. Yes. So <laughs> yes. You guys should see my bar cart. It's, it's packed, it's no absurd. room. Also, because like every time I buy a new bottle of liquor, I don't pay attention to the dimensions. So my bar cart's just full of a liter of gin, a liter of bullet, yep, the a biggest liter one. Of Bossier. Total wine is like this. She she back again. Like, we know she ain't drank it all yet. There's no way. Wow, this one's really good. 
I would recommend making it. It was super easy. Super easy to make. Yeah. The delicious. mint is super fresh. Mm. The mint and the strawberry. Good summer drink. Mine is already gone, so it doesn't yield a lot of servings. Yeah, I'm trying to sip mine slowly. Anyway, as always, you can find this recipe on our Instagram page. Yep. Uh, now we can dive into chapters 12 through 14 of Midnight Sun. All right. So we pick up with our translucent duo <laughs> as they're walking from lunch to biology class. Um, they're not talking at all. They're still thinking about their discussion during lunch. If you remember, Bella was dumb enough to ask if she could watch Edward Hunt. So, I, And then like was confused when he snapped at her. Right. She's like, what, He's why like, are you mad? I want to kill you. He's like, it's hard for me to sit right here and not murder Maybe you. Maybe she don't know that. I don't know. I can't. Sometimes I can't even keep track of what he discloses and what he he gets. Yeah, such, he talks. He talks a lot so more. much. Yeah, he thinks a lot more than he actually says out loud. So as they're walking, they pass by Angela Weber, who's talking to a boy we haven't been introduced yet. Mm -hmm. But Edward is able to finally get a little peek into her mind and figures out something that. He can gift her. Yeah. A boy. He's like, you know what? You know what make a teenage girl so happy? A man. A little tiny boy. <laughs> and uh, Ben Chaney is a little tiny boy. Yeah, because she's... She's half a foot taller than him. Yeah. Edward's like, oh, a mere six inches height. He was like, how like, can huh? humans... He was like, how can humans be so vain I'm to like, let height... She's half a foot taller than him. <laughs> she gave her heels now. <laughs> So in class, the bio teacher wills in the TV card and VCR. Um, so now this book takes place in 2005. Um, there were 100% DVD players, but also I'm, so I'm pretty sure when I when we were in high school, I watched a tape. You think? I'm pretty sure I that TV card. It don't come with a DVD player on that TV I card. Guess you're right. Yeah. It comes with a tape the, player. The card that has the VCR in the TV. Yes. Yeah, you're right. I'm pretty sure. You're that's right. what I was like. And that was later than 2005. That's true. That's true. <laughs> you got me. It's always just rubbed me the wrong way though. Like, why is it a VCR? It's so weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think that it was VCRs well into. 20 like oh not like oh not yeah um but we guess it's a small town high school too yeah and the funding is they're like i'm not spending no money on no dvd players there's nothing wrong this, with this, this tape. tape work fine then we gotta buy a new t we gotta buy a dvd for this <laughs> it don't come on dvd it's <laughs> this is old content <laughs> so mr banner hits the lights and both bella as we know from twilight if you've read twilight and uh, edward get they get instantly horny. Like, they were like, okay. We got to lock them up. <laughs> I, all he did was turn off the lights. Think back, okay. So back in the day, I think it was tension. Like, if you were sitting next to a boy you like and the lights go off, you do want to, like, hold hands or something. Because why? Why would you just sit there? Maybe it's because I didn't go to high school with my boyfriend. Okay. You know? Maybe it's like, oh, when you're like on a date at the movie theater. It is. Okay. I think so. So it's like, oh, shoot. And we at school, so that's great. Like, we didn't have to do nothing extra. The lights are off. But we what can... did they expect it's to just be like to sitting, do? It's just like sitting on the bus next to somebody. Like, oh, we on the bus. We can hang out. Maybe like... something's wrong with me. <laughs> Maybe something is deeply unhinged within me. No. Anyway, for some reason, being in the dark makes Edward want to throw all caution to the wind. He begins to reach out to hold her hand, which is sweet, but like, would you have done that in school? Yes, Mo. What? If the lights were off and it you was movie time. You would have held time, someone's hand in was, class. If we were talking, like we're in the talking stage and the movie about to come on, yes, we about to scoot our chairs closer. What? And hold hands. What? You don't think so? I don't believe that. I, I guarantee everybody has done it. Like, don't like if you were sitting, affection in public though. Maybe well, you don't even like being touched. <laughs> so I'm like, if I was sitting next to somebody I liked in high school and the lights go off a movie night, hello, we not taking notes. We about to hang out. I was always taking about notes to like this. during the movie. Sierra <laughs> oh, right. was busy caking yeah. in biology. That's why. I'm like, lights off. All right, who are you oh sitting by? Let's do switch seats. Who want to switch seats? <laughs> subtle, 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 subtle. Okay, well, I thought this was really weird, but apparently it's not. However, I think it's normal for high schoolers to want to, like, like hold hands I or something. I did high school all wrong, huh? Yeah. Damn. 
We, can leave, we gotta live through your child now. Listen, I'm gonna be like, kiss that boy. Kiss him. Kiss him. <laughs> Y'all hold hands in biology? No. <laughs> like, you, didn't, you didn't skip class. <laughs> These are moments. You're... <laughs> Everyone else skip class? You didn't skip class? Anyway. She'll be so, so confused. <laughs> Edward's trying to, he's gonna go hold her hand, but then he reminds himself, like, that's a big old no no. Yeah. And he instead resigns himself to holding as still as a statue. That I see this part normal. Made, this part made me so mad because I'm like y'all both want to like hold hands, Absolutely. but it's like it's just a lot of tension. Bella's like literally like Ugh! like she for an probably an hour and a half. <laughs> can you imagine? They probably were so relaxed when they walked out of that class. Like oh thank God I can stop clinching. Yeah, so weird. They're weird. So as we know from Twilight, Bella is also going through it. She literally is like gripping the table. Yeah. So she is a dramatic. That's so person that's weird she is oh my god i think in the book he says like she's gripping the table so tight her knuckles are white girl excuse yourself to the bathroom <laughs> you're doing a lot y'all need to switch seats y'all need to be right. not sitting together um so when class ends she has to like stretch out because she was holding her body so tight which is weird so weird so edward is like that was interesting and they both are like shook over such a small thing. It's just the lights off. Yeah. But apparently... Tension can happen. Especially if they both like each other, but nobody wants to make the first move. Yeah, I get it. A I lot of it. tension. I get it. I can be... I can empathize. Yeah. But they're dumb. They could have just <laughs> held hands. They could have just held hands. I was worried, like, his hands would be super cold, so she probably was going to flinch away, and then it would be a whole thing. Yeah. She would have like, flinched away. Like, I'm disgusting. And then she would be like, oh, no, sorry, let's hold hands, and a moment passed. Yep. That's probably what would have happened, to be honest. So it would have been awkward either way. Awkward. Because <laughs> how can you not move your hand with an ice-cold hand, like, touch you? Like, get some gloves, boy. <sighs> okay. Anyway, so Edward walks Bella to gym as usual. And he's still kind of just contemplating what happened in bio and wondering if she would have wanted him to touch her. He, Like we've said, <laughs> not good at reading body language. She was like physically ill trying not to touch you. So like Edward, just <clears throat> be, be smarter for me. So before he can turn to leave for gym though, Edward decides he's just going to go for it. He strokes the side of her face. Which is not no. something a normal 17-year-old boy would do. Are you going to kiss me? Can we hug at He least? literally just stroked her cheek? That's, I don't know. That's not, I, not for a 17-year-old boy. You're supposed yeah. to be pretending you're 17. But at this point, all the kids think he's weird as fuck at that yeah, school. Yeah, they're so. like, what is happening here? So I guess it's fine. Bella likes this man? He's, like, he's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> he weird just like she is. They right. were meant to be together um he literally has to run away afterwards because the horny levels are off the chart yeah like he, he runs away he just barely makes it away before you know he has the chance to rip her clothes off apparently but apparently the all they, all that was just from wanting to hold hands yeah it's too much um it's been a hundred years i suppose oh, <laughs> Edward welcomes the distraction of Spanish class today because he has a job to do. Yes. Like, um, we know he's been trying to think of ways to gift Angela for being like just such a good friend. Mm -hmm. um, and now he knows just what to get her, but he needs Emmett's help. So he pulls his best bro aside and fills him in. They're going to stage a scene where Edward is thinking about asking Angela out in order to make Ben Cheney, her crush, jealous. So, but Emmett's like really confused. He's just like, but like, why? Why would I do this? Edward's like, dude, just fucking help me. Right. Everything <laughs> doesn't need a whole 10 page explanation, but vampires. Right. They be thinking too much. They be thinking too much. Yeah. So this whole scene is hilarious because <laughs> Emmett is going way off script and they are so obviously acting. Like, it was so obviously it was acting. So, it was so many words. Like, <laughs> Emmett was like, so Angela Weber. Right. Like, that girl you like, huh? <laughs> Weird. I think I'm going to ask her out. Yeah. So at one point, Edward's like, he might not ask her out because he thinks she likes some boy named Ben Cheney. Whole name. 
Ben Cheney is just, the one she likes. Just so we're very clear, because it might be other Bens in this school of 500. Um, and Emmett literally says, quote, are you lacking in courage? Oh, my God. What? This sounds like medieval times. And Emmett's not even that old, I don't think. No, he was like, he died in the 30s. Oh my gosh. Oh dang, it was the 30s still? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was the 30s, yeah. Dang, he was climbing Mount Everest in the 30s? What was he climbing? He was on a hike. He was fighting a bear. Oh. I thought he was like climbing a mountain and fell off or something. No, that was Esme who jumped off of a cliff. Her, oh her yeah, because died. her... Yeah. Yeah, okay. Woo! Traumatic. Um. So also, during this time, Edward turns around to look Ben directly in the eye he's like Bitch. i heard she likes some man named ben cheney <laughs> like dang and ben is thinking like "Bitch, i'll show you <laughs> i don't care if you're hot and rich i'll get her so it turns out the only reason that ben we said said this earlier wasn't gonna ask angela out is because she's half a foot taller than our short king yep you know i love a short king but that's real short that's real <laughs> a half short. a foot half a foot you're half a foot smaller than me. Okay, but... You're much smaller look, than me. We, it doesn't look that off. If we took a picture together, it won't look like Sierra you're towering over. gaslighting me for years, trying to make me think that we are similar heights. <laughs> we are not similar heights. You are small. I am not. I am average height, 5'5", five, 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 like almost 5'6". Like, very close. Like, and next five, year. five and a quarter. First of all, you're done growing. <laughs> I'm like, maybe next year I will hit it. Maybe Ben will still grow. Because he's, what, he's 17, six, yeah, 17 at this point? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's not going to grow that much taller. No, he won't. But that's okay, short king. Go get your girl. Right. Go get your girl. So, all of this apparently only takes five minutes, this whole scene, because Edward then spends the rest of class, you guessed it, <laughs> watching Bella through the eyes of someone else. This time it's Mike Newton. He won't let it go. Uh, Mike Newton is still fantasizing about about Bella. So first of all, you're such a perv. Second of all, let it go. Let it go. Also, are you not talking to Angela? Or are y'all just going, y'all casually yeah, dating? Yeah. How, what, how's that? Uh, he's like dating Jessica just... Oh, sorry, Jessica. Yeah. He's dating Jessica just until Bella realizes she's in love with him. Like oh he, He's God. just like waiting for his opportunity. It's never going to come, guy. Never going to (laughs) come. So Edward gets a front row seat to just how horrible uh, Bella is at sports. She's awful. Like, if I was a gym teacher, I'm like, why don't you go sit down? You sit. Because you you make everybody uncomfortable. During a game of badminton, a game that shouldn't be complicated whatsoever, she somehow manages to hit the net herself and Mike in one cent. Uh, swing. He like clips, she clips back on the shoulder. He's like, that really fucking hurt. Every time Bella does anything, I cringe. Like, she just gets on my nerves. She's bad at most things. What is she good at? School. Minding her business. School. School. That's it. Taking care of a household. Getting into trouble, being clumsy. (laughs) Cooking. She can cook, I guess. Um... Yeah. So at the end of class, Mike, for some reason, thinks it's still his place to like confront Bella about her relationship with Edward. Right. This is none of your business. Bella's like, mind your fucking business. She's like, leave me alone. <laughs> and I, for one, am happy that she's finally starting to be a little short with Michael. Yeah. Because one, she doesn't have to explain anything to him. Mm-hmm. She's only known him a few months. Y'all not besties for the resty. Right. And two... She just doesn't give a fuck about him. And I need her to stop being polite about it. Yeah. She was being so nice, and now she's like, look. She's been so like, nice. Like, just stop talking to him. Leave me alone. But I guess that's her friend circle that... Exactly. That she didn't choose. She really got fucked over with her friends. Yeah. Though. All anyway. of them suck. Yeah. Except for except, Angela. Except for Angela. And Ben. And Ben. So, Edward meets Bella outside class and quickly lets her know that, like... Yeah, you're definitely fucking bad at sports, dude. <laughs> like, real bad. Thanks, Edward. Right. So, she's pissed. So she throws one of her infamous temper tantrums and like storms off, but he drove her to school. So they kind of like have to leave together. She realizes, um, I, I remember this as I was writing, 
Yeah. In Twilight, I remember she contemplates walking home. She said it in this book, too. She was like, I, Did she? I'm going to walk home. And he was like, you're not walking. She what? was so you're gonna mad. Walk on the side. I think she you had was... to walk on like a side of a road or yeah. something. He like, what? She was no. so mad. You're not walking home. We're going to go get your Your car will be, be here. in the car. He was like, your car will be here at the end of the day, period. Like, what is wrong with you? Um, They get back to her house quickly. And they just hang out in the car, as usual. Typical teen stuff. Yeah. Bella still wants to know why she can't watch him hunt. Oh, my God. And she, Edward, first of all, Edward's like, let it go, number one. And then he will kill her <laughs> and not even notice until it's too late. So He's like, maybe I should take you. And we don't you understand. You scared of shit. Right. He's like, I need you to get some more fear because you are fearless. Um... There's another moment of intense horniness when Edward and Bella lock eyes. Edward is like, okay, get out of my car. Like, He's like, you got to go. And Bella is like panting. They're both breathing really hard. Oh First of all, Edward gosh. doesn't have to breathe. So the fact that he's like... Breathing hard for no reason. <laughs> Being dramatic <laughs> like he do. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, what are y'all doing? Y'all gonna kiss or no? Right. So this chapter is called Complications and the only complication is they want to fuck. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing complex about this. <laughs> They're just both hoarding teenagers. Yeah. That's it. So Edward has to literally race away from our house. He like screeches out of the driveway. But when he gets home, things are very tense. Mm-hmm. Rosalie is pissed for obvious reasons. And even though it's not Edward who told the secret, you know, it was Jacob. Right. She's so pissed. She's like, I'm going to set your favorite car on fire. He He's like, don't. It's fine. He's like, like, he's like, I would understand. I apologize. Edward got to be the most furious person to get into an argument with because he doesn't argue back. No. He's just like, Because he knows exactly what you're thinking. He's right. like, you're four minutes away from forgiving me, so just, just do it. <laughs> so no one really seems to care about the fact that the wolves are the ones who told the secret. Besides Jasper. Jasper yeah. Who's like, get, I got to get Alice. We got to get the fuck up out of mm-hmm. here. Because you're tripping, tripping. Y'all started some mess. Now I got to protect my girl. Listen, Jasper is like, I'll, he's like, if it's between me and Allison, y'all, guess what? Y'all all dying. <laughs> you're all dying. I don't care. That is his girl. Right. <laughs> Ooh, Jasper be riding for Allison, A man. Boy. <laughs> A man. So Eddie really thinks he has nothing else to say. So he just like repeatedly apologizes. He's like, you're right. Yeah, and he is sorry. Like he he knows this He's is wrong. He knows he shouldn't he shouldn't be doing this at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he literally can't help himself, and his family can't understand. But you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yep, he's with Bella. That's that's how it's gonna be. That's his girl. Um, in our next chapter, it opens up with Edward's favorite pastime. Yep, breaking and entering. Mm-hmm. Criminal. Criminal. So Bella's having a hard time sleeping tonight. And at one point, she actually wakes up, gets out of bed, grabs a glass of water, and comes back to bed, all without noticing Edward in her room. And Edward does not take this as a cue to leave. He just finds a better hiding spot. He just like He's crouches like, I, I, I in the really corner. Gotta, I really got to stop sitting up in this chair. He's like, I'm just going to go into this corner, and maybe she won't see me. Also, like Bella is very unobservant of her mm-hmm. surroundings. You got up. Out of bed. You were awake enough to go get a glass of water. Yeah, she not looking around. Well, you don't matter. You don't notice this man sitting in the corner of your well, room. Well, you know how usually it's a jacket in the corner or something, and you think it's like a demon, so you just like let it go. You just like ah, I, am, I must be tired. <laughs> so in the morning, after Edward has snuck home to change and back to Bella's, mm-hmm. he listens to he listens in on breakfast at the Swan Residence, which is. A very quiet affair. They're not talkers. No. Bella and Charlie aren't really talkers, but Charlie spends the morning worrying about Bella's upcoming trip to Seattle, as he should, because you... I feel like as a father, I wouldn't let her go, but also it's like she's in high school. She had a car. Like, she can go if she wants, but she's yeah. going alone. And I like, feel like if he would have said no, Bella would have been like, I'm going back home then. Yeah. So it's I'm like going he, back to live with mom because he's not about to tell me what to do. Exactly. Because he, he's in like a very tough spot getting her at you 17. Raise me, but He should have got her at like 12. Yes. Um, When Edward finally comes to pick Bella up for school, he decides to focus on some light, you know, typical new boyfriend, girlfriend question stuff. Yeah. Like, favorite color, brown. favorite movies. <laughs> it's brown. Mm-hmm. I would have to say brown because it's, 
Mm-hmm. It's like home. I hate trees. Oh I'm like, what? It's like I like dirt and sand. I was like, brown. Is that tan? Oh my god. <laughs> um, places she liked to visit, like all questions like that. Very cute stuff. I would like to talk about for a second though that one of Bella's favorite movies, like her favorite movies, are horrible. Yes. Pride and Prejudice. I've seen it. It's okay. I started it and I was like, Look, it's okay. It's a I'm bunch just, of people going to people's houses. People going to people's houses. And we talked about this on Bridgerton. Listen. Monty Python. I don't even know what that is. It's dumb. Is it's it a dumb? It's like a comedy. comedy. Okay. But like, I don't know. I've only watched it once and the whole time I was like, this is what? What is it like, Borat or whatever? I would liken it to Borat, yes. Ugh. So also. The Pride and Prejudice she's talking about is not even <laughs> the, movie. the one I'm talking about with <laughs> she, Keira Knightley. It's the six-hour one. She's like, oh, yeah, I got to have a six-hour one. It's the BBC limited series special with Colin yeah. Firth, who's not attractive. I, Bella. Bella. 70-year-old, 2005. Bella. <laughs> Please. Girl. Please. So... Didn't she say she liked the Star Wars? Yes. And she likes the Empire Strikes Back. But okay. apparently everyone likes that one. I don't know because I've only seen the Star Wars once. And I wasn't paying attention enough. I like three the best. Um, I think three is Revenge of the Sith. I'll take your word for that. <laughs> don't take my word. It's my <laughs> word. <laughs> uh, Sierra's word is never correct. <laughs> That's why I said three. I know them as numbers. One, yeah. two, three, four, what five, six, seven, eight, nine. Got it. I like three, seven, um, four, six. So all of them? Uh, two? You- <laughs> She's listing literally every last one. I think I like half of them. I would say out of nine movies, I probably like four of them the best. They're all decent, though. Maybe I'll give them another try one day. Girl, I'll be falling asleep. Like, I love Star Wars. but That means it's not good. It's good. It's just so No, you know how a movie's good? I watched Harry Potter 5, 6, 7.1, and (laughs) 7.2 over the last three days. I was screaming, crying, standing up, yelling at the screen. That's how you know a movie's good. Yeah, that's true. If you're falling asleep, that movie's not good. It's good. It's, it might be comforting, but it's not good. I like I like Clone Wars. Period. That's what I like. I like the the, the spinoffs. Yeah, maybe I'll try that. <laughs> you ain't gonna um, like that. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not. So Edward also finds out that Bella has literally been like, no, nowhere. Yeah, he's She's like, been, he's like, where's where's the furthest you've been? She was like, um, probably here. <laughs> what? So your other home? What? Not very. Not a vacation. She's like, yeah. She's never left the West Coast. To be fair, she's only seventeen, and I feel like I didn't go. That I guess I didn't go many. And he places. does mention that she's only yeah. seventeen, but also like that got to do with your family. He's coming then. into her life now. He's like, uh, I'm about to ruin her life because she's not gonna. She won't well, be able to do much. Well, is what he's thinking. Yeah, but I'm like, she can though, because you're the one with the money. He doesn't want to. He doesn't want to hold her back, and that's what he's nervous about. I think she can't go nowhere. She ain't got no money. Edward. <laughs> right. That's what I'm like. He's a, he's her best chance for being Shoot able to travel. Daddy. Somebody went all the way to Italy with, by herself. Listen, they bought a plane in a Italy day like that. I ain't never know nobody been to Italy How? that fast. <laughs> um. Yeah. So at lunch. He continues to ask questions. One of them is, what is her her favorite gemstone? And she blurts out topaz. First of all, bitch. LOL. I had to Google what topaz was. Is it gold? Yeah, it's like a amberish type. I took it as um, the color of his eyes, even though I thought topaz was blue. It probably... Or maybe that's turquoise. That might be turquoise. We're Googling. Um, So I took it as like, it was... The color of his eyes. Like this. Okay, yeah. Amber then? Yeah, amberish. Like his eyes. Yeah. Because his eyes get that color. And that's what she blurted out first because (laughs) she is dumb. Also, do I have a favorite gemstone? I would just say my birthstone. Like literally, the only gemstone my I know. Is pearl. 
Mmm, it's classy. It's old lady, old lady gem. Mine is sapphire. Ooh! Bella's is also sapphire. She should have oh, yeah. said sapphire. That's so stupid. <laughs> that one's so goddamn stupid. So she needs to get a grip. Because it's the color of his eyes. Yeah. So it's biology time, and Edward's like, Oh my god, I wonder if the light's gonna go. I'm like, yeah, y'all in part two of this movie. Y'all teacher obviously need a break. Right. (laughs) So, um, of course they do, and of course Bell and Edward are, you know. They wanna fuck! (laughs) Just say it. They They wanna (laughs) fuck. (laughs) These kids, they're horny. Uh yeah. Every time they get to that class, it's a mess. I know they'd be so excited to go to that class, but then so like, oh my God. And I, I guess, just have never had that emotion at school before. I have been excited to go to class to see somebody. I have never felt that way. It is a it sounds, very... It sounds nice. Yeah. It's very anxious though, because you it's like you got to wear... It's like an outfit. Then if they don't come to school, it's a whole outfit. thing. outfit? Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm going to wear this outfit. I did it even in through college. Like... If I knew I had this class with somebody at this time, I'm like, okay. Um, okay, let me make sure I'm wearing this only on Wednesdays or whatever. Only on, you know, like classes are like Monday, to Monday, Wednesday or whatever. Let me Jackie wear this and I outfit. had a class together, but I never, it never crossed my mind to like think about him before I went to class. I think about things. I should have been thinking about my homework or what's doing, yeah, what we're going to do in class. And I'm thinking about what outfit I'm going to wear because I'm going to see so-and-so. That's just so you, it, it got, like, intense. Like, I would, like, look at the schedule, like, the, the park and ride schedule. Like, okay, I usually see it around this time, so maybe if I come, like, at 10, it's a whole thing. You're very lucky that your husband doesn't listen to this. Because <laughs> guess what? I'm not cutting this part from the pod. I can tell you that right now. This was pre-him. We met the last year in co- or not met, sorry. We started dating the last year in college. This was like freshman year. Maybe sophomore. I had a boyfriend, so maybe that's why. See, that was a, that's why you didn't get excited that about things problem. like that. Oh god, I should have been single. I could have been I could have been such a big whore. <laughs> <laughs> you could have been planning outfits around your day Man. And, and coincidentally running into somebody at the coffee shop. Because you know they schedule. I was Edward. <laughs> Look like 10 o'clock. 10. So they're both very relieved <laughs> when class is over again. So Edward, again, walks to gym. He does that weird face thing. But instead of just grazing her cheek this time, he grazes the entire length of her face, which is not normal. No. It's not normal. It's cute. I would have been like, are you I'm about to glad, kiss me or yeah. no? Like, why are you touching me then? Listen, I'm glad he's opening himself up. But... You're weird. Why did they hug then? Don't you feel like a hug would have been like appropriate? That's too much. He probably would have been overwhelmed. Oh, God. In Spanish, we learned that Ben has wasted no time asking (laughs) Angela out. Like the very next day, he has a a date Mm -hmm. with her. Good for him. Yeah. You know, but Edward, like he doesn't really care about any of that because he's watching Bella again. So he comes back down to earth just in time to catch Emmett thinking about the wager the Cullen clan has set. For Saturday. Dang, how did Edward miss this whole thing? He was too busy looking at Bella. He's, he's never home. He's never with his family. He, so the wager is, will Bella live or die after Saturday? First uh, of all, that's messed up. You guys are doing all lot. Yeah. That's supposed to be his family. Um, they're supposed to support whatever he's doing. Um, I guess it's harder because they don't really, they don't know Bella. So it's like... If, I, if we don't know her, it's easy for us to say, like, That's will weird. she live or die? But also, dang, die? Yeah. You guys are being A real, teenager? You guys are being real, like, nonchalant about this. Yeah. Is it, like, to them, it doesn't matter. Right. Um, He's almost about to, like, kill Emmett. He was like, oh, my God. But he decides he doesn't want to be late picking up Bella. He's like, y'all lucky I got stuff to do today. I got to get my girl. <laughs> Bye. So the questions on the way back to Bella's house are focused on Phoenix and her home life. Um, Bella talks about Phoenix and her childhood very fondly. You know, she makes she makes Phoenix sound really beautiful. I've never been. I've never but, been, but 
It didn't sound beautiful. She said, she said it was flat. She was like, it's flat. The buildings are no taller than whatever. It's brown. I was like, girl, this sounds terrible. Yeah, but the sky and the plants sound cute. Yeah. Some succulents, probably. Some cacti. Some succulents. Dry. Um, That's what it sounds like. (sighs) No bodies of water. We feel like her childhood, like, was not very good, though. No. She, like, I don't know. There's no other way to put it. She had to take care of her trifling-ass mom, mm-hmm. who was irresponsible. Yep. She had to take care of their home, their finances. Why is a child and, taking care of right, the finances? Right. And she had to go to school, and then eventually started working a part-time job. It's because her mother up. was just a kindergarten teacher, which I can they don't make a lot. They don't make a lot. But you're the parent here. You need right. to provide for your child, and you need to put your child No, first. it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> so it goes on like this. For a while until it's time to go because the chief is two blocks away. Um, before she can leave, though, Edward is like, oh, my God. He's so focused on Bella. He didn't notice another car approaching. And someone is that in that car is thinking the word vampire. Mm-hmm. So it is... Billy and Jacob Black in the car. Dun, dun, dun. Even though Bella's house is located, thankfully, in a neutral territory, it still isn't good that Billy has now seen Bella with Edward. Um, and what if he says something? Yeah, what if he says something? What if he's like, uh, bitch, where's your pappy? Right. I need to tell him right now. Okay, look, let me tell you, Charlie. It's vampires and werewolves, number one. <laughs> Uh, you, Billy, you need to sit down. You like, drunk? <laughs> you been drinking, Billy? I would have been like, yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> Vampires. All right, get out of my house, Billy. <laughs> Come get this fish or whatever they be exchanging. A fish fry? Yeah, that was weird. It's like a bag of fish fries. <laughs> I don't know. So, Bella leads Billy and Jacob inside the house, and Edward quickly, like, he drives off, ditches his car, and then goes back <laughs> around to hide in the woods to see what Billy's going to say. So he knows if Billy says anything, the Cullens would have the right to kill his entire tribe. Right. So he better. So he probably won't say anything, but he still needs to like keep an eye on him just to be sure. Edward spends some time in Jake's mind, which he finds very enjoyable. He likens it to Angela's. He's like, it's comfortable here. Um, which this is hilarious considering that like they're really going to hate each other eventually. Yep. But I have always felt like Jacob hated Edward way more than Edward hated Jacob. Yeah, for sure. Cause, Cause Edward was like, thanks for keeping my girl safe. Thanks for loving her. Thanks mm-hmm. for being there. And Jacob's like, I'll kill you. Like, I don't like you. I wish you were dead. That's because Jacob can't have right. what Edward what has. has. Yes. Yes. So, luckily, Billy doesn't snitch, but Edward still heads straight to the hospital to talk to Papa Cullen. So cute. Mm-hmm. Love when he does that. He, anytime there's a problem, he's like, I gotta talk to my let happy. Me, let me go see where, where's dad. <laughs> um, but Carlisle seems less concerned with their treaty um, with the Quillettes and more with knowing when Edward is going to come home. He's like, dude, you haven't been home, which is also so cute because it's like, even though y'all vampires, y'all got a limited time. Yeah. It's still important. You need to come home we and check in. You. Like, yeah, we like being around you. Like, Where have we, you been? Which is so funny because it's only been like a month. Right. So it's so cute. So um, he has been like tailing Bella for days and he's only been home to change clothes. And Carlisle's like, you need to think about your mother. She really misses you. Go oh. see your mommy. So Edward very reluctantly oh. goes home. <laughs> Just like a teenage boy. Right. He goes home for a little QT with Esme. Um, it's, it's a very sweet moment. Yeah. She asks him how he's doing while he plays the piano. He's like, girl, I am going through it. <laughs> okay. He's like, I'm in love with a human. <laughs> like it's, he says it's rough, but it's mm-hmm. great. He's like, it's hard, but I'm happy. Yeah. Cause es- Esme is like, um, I don't like this. Right. Cause, Cause I don't I'm like, like... she making you feel this way. And he's yeah. like, no, it's good. It's hard, but it's good. So she's like, okay, you like it. I love it. Right. I guess. You good. I'm good. Right. Um, I'm glad Edward went home and spent some time with his mom. She definitely brings him a level of calm he does not have naturally. Um, we love it's how, intense. you know, we're, we love their family and it's just so cute. Yeah, they're so cute. Oh. So, in chapter 14, the mommy and son time is short-lived because Edward has to get back to the Swan residence for his nightly Bella broadcast. 
But nothing too out of the ordinary happens. I know Edward doesn't get bored of doing this, but it seems really boring to sit there for eight, nine hours watching her. Yeah, I... The question, the questions continue the next morning. Mm-hmm. Edward has not stopped. I'd be like, oh my goodness. So now the questions focus on just his mom. Mm-hmm. And boy, <laughs> does Bella's mom fucking suck. She's awful. <laughs> Bella's mom is wild and irresponsible. She forces Bella to grow up way too quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I get it. Ren- Renee was a young mom. So yeah. like, that doesn't make it okay. Right. So as we stated earlier, Bella was pretty much in charge of rearing herself, her own mother, and handling the household, Mm -hmm. and keeping up with her schoolwork, and then when she got older, also having a job. Which is ridiculous. Like, I should not have to have a job to help out around this house. Also, I have a father. Why don't you call Charlie and help so he can help out? Right. Charlie, come see me with my dad then. Since I'm such a burden. Right. But luckily, I don't want your household to collapse, so I'm going to stay here with you and help you out. Oh, I hate Renee. Yeah. So, (laughs) Bella goes on to talk about how she didn't do much in terms of sports and other activities because she had to be available for her mother's consistent, spontaneous trips. She said she she didn't want to put me in weekend sports because that'll tie up her weekends. Right. Oh, my God. She's so horrible. So, Bella's mom is so self-absorbed erratic irresponsible but Bella loves her um so you know she likes it we love it Edward is like ooh I wish you would have had a regular childhood especially now that I'm ru- ruining the end of it you know your yeah, teenage he's years like, God, leave going yeah you're about to get married at 17 <laughs> she might have been 18 she probably was 18 she was 18 because her birthday was in September right her 19th birthday she's made that like stipulation I would have stayed human until I was at least 21. Like, I feel like... Well, once once, once they had sex, she was like, I can do this human thing. <laughs> oh, then she got knocked up. So. <laughs> now you had to turn. Now you had to turn. So the day goes by, as it normally does. You know, Edward mind stalking Bella while she goes to her classes and him asking her questions in between. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one fun thing, though, that happens at the end of this chapter. Or closer to the end. Alice sees that she gets to meet Bella. Yeah, she was so excited. She was so excited. She doesn't know how or when or why, but she knows it's going to happen because she's seen it now. She's so excited, but she promises Eddie that she's going to play it cool. Yep. At lunch, Edward wants to know about boys. At this point, like, what is this? This is an interview and... At any moment, are you going to turn me away because you don't it's like my like answer? Rush, you're just like asking so many questions. Yeah. Like so... All of this stuff is supposed to naturally right. unravel. Right. Um, luckily for Bella, there's not much to tell. First of all, which is another like red flag for Edward. He's like, okay, now she hasn't traveled the world. Yeah. She grew up too quickly. She's never dated before. So I'm going to come in. And Edward was kind of being selfish because he stayed around. You know, she this... probably needed to experience a little she more. She should have, but she didn't want to. I know, but... Well, I guess he tried to leave. Yes. He did try. Didn't go well. No. Didn't go well. Um, so luckily for Bella, it's not much to tell. First of all, she doesn't know what constitutes a date. She's like, well, I went ice skating with a bunch of boys and girls once. And Edward's like, oh, my God. And they invited her out of pity. Yeah. Because they needed, they needed one a, more person. <laughs> they needed another person to even to oh make it even God. or whatever. And the other time, she was like, I went to this birthday party once, but I was the only one who showed up. She's like, does that count? He's like... No. No. <laughs> so her date was pretty much Edward when he took her yep. to dinner. Yep. Yep. And he didn't ask her. I mean, so, he didn't really. Right. It dawns on him that Bella's, so he's Bella's first love. Yeah. And Bella's his first love. Very cute. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. But for Edward, he's also like, like, this is not right. Like, this is wrong. He's like, like, why does it gotta happen to Bella? Mm-hmm. Why, why, why? He's like, it's one thing for me to love her, but now she's up and mixed it with me, and she likes me. That's not, that's not good. Right. So he pivots to colleges, and she literally lists like a hundred that are located. <laughs> she's like somewhere hot, we're directly under the sun. She's like maybe Hawaii. And I'm like, like Hawaii. He's like, I guess I can stay inside. Oh God. He's like, I'll come out at night. 
He's like, I'm gonna spend a lot of time indoors. He's like, I can get some reading done. <laughs> That's what, this man is sick. He already like pre-planning. Right. She's not even thinking about him. She's like, I'm going where the sun is. Right. He's like, golly. <laughs> he begins to think about how he's gonna show her, you know, his disgusting, gross skin, I, which is literally glitter. We use that term loosely. He keeps calling himself disgusting and like monstrous. You look like you like glow. People pay good money to glow right. like that. Right. <laughs> like a lot of bronzer on. So um, he's thinking about that because they're gonna. He's gonna do it Saturday. Yep. In his favorite meadow, and before he can finish his thought, Alice is screaming at him. Right. Apparently, he's the like, vision. No, Edward. <laughs> Don't do it. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, apparently, the vision she saw. Ages ago, him killing Bella happened in the meadow. Alice is like, I love her, you idiot. Don't you dare. Uh, Edward knows this is probably, or the probability is very, very low since he's made the decision not to do it, but he still obviously won't take any challenge uh, chances with his precious Bella. Right. And that yep. is how Alice gets to meet Bella. Mm-hmm. So Alice, like, sashays over. Bella always describes her as like walking like she's dancing. Yeah. Um, so she comes over to inform Edward that like, they have to leave immediately to go hunting. Mm-hmm. Um, which wasn't the plan, but it is what it is. So she has a very brief conversation with Bella. She's just like, hi, bye. You mm-hmm. know, Edward's like, yeah, my sister, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> and I can only imagine the pure joy that Alice is she's feeling. She's been looking forward to this. She's been looking forward to this. Like, Bella doesn't know how much Alice loves her already. Right. So, uh, Bella's kind of like, hey. <laughs> Alice is probably just, like, shaking on the inside. Uh, anyway, so Edward assures Bella, because he has to leave. Right. And they drove together. Yep. So, she's like, oh, I guess I can just walk. He's like, your car's going to be here. Please calm down. These details always make me mad sometimes in these books. I'm like, why is she going into such detail about this car thing? Like, yeah. I get it would be a plot hole if he drove her there and then he left. So I Oh, get... maybe she's just filling a plot hole? Because I'm like, why? The car, it's like the logistics. Do I, Do we as the reader need, to, I know need the, to know this? these logistics? Okay, we got to go and get your car. We got to bring back the key. We're going to leave the key in the ignition. We're going to leave the car it here. Could, then we got to drive back together. Right, they could have skipped over the whole Alice and Edward part where they break into her house and things like that. Yeah. So, but Bella, it doesn't matter because Bella doesn't think it's going to happen anyway. She's right. Like, You're she not getting like, my car here. Right. Our, so our I, house is locked. She's like, I know where my key is. It's in the bottom of my dirty ass laundry. <laughs> and Edward's like, chill out. Like, your car will be here and you can go home. So, um, the chapter ends with Alice taking up the B and E mantle and grabbing Bella's loose key from a pair of jeans buried in her dirty laundry. Why does she have a loose key? She doesn't have any other keys. Why is her house key not connected to her car key? Why? How is she going to drive to school that day? Because I'm pretty sure she would have forgot that that key was in that pocket. Right. Where's your keychain? Where's your house key? You just key? have a loose key in your pocket? And then your pocket's at the bottom of the laundry? Yeah, that's weird. Beller. See, we could have left this whole part out, and they could have just did this whole question scene at lunch. Yeah. They could have been talking during that movie since they so awkward. Mm. Um. So, yeah. Those are our chapters. Yep. She got back to her car, and that's it. Yes. Uh, Those are chapters. So, each episode, we're going to discuss the most prevalent theme in the chapters we're discussing. This theme for chapters 12 through 14 of Midnight Sun is... Complications. Yeah, complications. Uh, so the list of compli- uh, complications is growing for mm-hmm. our couple. Um, in chapter 12 to 13, those complications are revealed. Yeah. They're like fleshed out. Mm-hmm. The most obvious complication is that Edward is a vampire, Belle is a mortar, it's a whole thing. Um, that begins to reveal more and more um, as the novel progresses. In chapter 12, Edward learns that Bella thinks that she likes him way more than he likes her. Mm -hmm. That is a major complication for him. Yep. He can't fathom a mortal having the capacity to Mm -hmm. love as deeply as he is loving right now. Right. He knows that he loves her with everything he has, but that her love is fleeting. Right. Because she's a 17-year-old human girl. Mm -hmm. 
he does not know how long that he's going to have with her or how long he can actually like pull this off. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's constantly kind of playing this push and pull game. Bella has said that in the past. Like She's like, it feels like you're always trying to Try, say goodbye. Yeah, trying to leave me. So, and it leaves Bella, you know, she reveals, like, it feels like you're always trying to run away from me. Mm-hmm. So that's a big complication, especially at the start of a relationship. Right. In the same chapter, Edward's family learns that Bella knows their secret. Um, this is an ancient secret that absolutely no mortal should know. So the fact that Bella, Edward's teenage crush, knows about <gasps> the Cullens, are, you know, that they're vampires is a major problem for some in the clan, especially Rosalie. Yeah. Um... She becomes extremely upset, belligerent, violent. Like, she is not happy with this whole thing. And that is a huge... It's kind of like a rift in the family Mm -hmm. dynamics and things like that that she... That Bella knows um, their secret. So that's another, like, weird thing. Even though she won't tell anybody, it's still, like... She's the literal first human in all these years to know about this. Very true. I guess it's a a big... It's a big issue. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... The Cullen clan is not the only family who's having, who's causing complications. The Quillette spotted Edward dropping off Bella at her mm-hmm. house the other day. Um, so this will most likely cause a panic within the pack and the tribe. Mm-hmm. And it's going to jeopardize the common understanding between the vampires and the werewolves. Right. The last complications in these chapters is Alice's love for Bella. I don't think Edward is very happy about this. Alice no, had a... I don't know why. I don't get it. Why? What does it matter He's to so, you? He's so like, don't touch her, don't talk to her, I don't, don't look at her. But what does it matter to you? Right. Like, I'm not going to hurt her. I just said I love her. You think I'm going to hurt her? Right. Or put her in harm? So, Alice had a vision she and Bella will be best friends, but in the most recent vision, she act, the most recent vision, she actually finds out that she will love Bella. Mm. So, Edward is a sad and, you know... Maybe he just wants her to himself. Maybe yeah, he must be. Because I'm like, it's, it's fine. But obviously, it's a complication to Edward. Right. Uh, so next, we're going to share our favorite moments from chapter 12 through 14. Mm-hmm. My favorite moment is when Emmett and Edward do their little performance in Spanish oh, class. Oh, yes. Emmett's great, man. Um, not only is Emmett's acting like laughably terrible, but it was just a nice thing for them to do for Angela. Yeah. I thought it was super sweet. And it was nice that they're changing up the day like they always talk about how mundane and how Mm -hmm. like annoying high school is but it's like if you make it fun like you guys could have some fun right like you guys got powers like it's cool that was very fun i think um my favorite moment has to be the entire 21 questions game they played these three chapters um it was nice learning so much about bella and you can tell she's actually pretty excited to share with him like you could tell like no Mm -hmm. one really Asks her. Asks her. <laughs> yeah, because she's weird and she's un- probably unapproachable. Yeah, approachable. I think she's unapproachable. She also doesn't share with anybody when they do talk to her, right. like her new friends. So, she'll be talking in one-word answers. Right. So she's not a good friend, but she <laughs> talks to Edward. So from these char- uh, chapters, I characterize, I characterized her as like a giver um, in most relationships because it seemed like she rarely gets to talk about herself and her interests. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think she hasn't met a teenager as boring as her, so. There's no one as boring as Bella Right, Swan. that's why Edward would appreciate her 60-year-old taste. <laughs> He's like, mine, we have 1908. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember when Pride and Prejudice first came out. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when that book was published. Um, oh, so each episode will be rewarding or awarding the honor of prom king or prom queen to some outstanding character in these chapters. So this week's prom queen is Angela Weber. Woo! Yes. Angela is definitely a queen in our eyes. She is not only super nice to Bella on her first day of school, she seems genu- She seems to genuinely care about people. Yeah. While everyone else in Bella's life is like self-serving and they're self-absorbed idiots, Angela is constantly thinking about others. She gets. We get to peek into her mind a lot since Edward spends a lot of time in there. Um, she's a loving daughter and a big sister, and she's just an all-around good friend. She's probably the only true friend that Bella has, um, at least that has a heartbeat. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, throughout the novel, Edward looks through Angela in order to get the most pleasant view of Bella. Edward has made comments about how caring and nice she is towards Bella and made a point to do something very nice to her, or for her. Um... It's so funny because when he looks through people's mind, he's like, let me find Jessica because her mouth is so big. Loud. Like, she's loud. Right. But he can go through Angela to get, like, the 
better yeah, view of her. Yeah, like a nice view. Yeah, so the fact that Edward likes, you know, likes her makes her the winner in itself because Edward literally likes no one. Um, so she got to be really ske- uh, special. She's also our winner this episode because she's got her man. Yeah. Thanks to Edward, of course. Because um, I don't really think Angela would have no. approached Ben nope. um, without Edward's help. So Angela deserves some happiness and some teen romance in her life. Yep, everyone deserves an Angela in their lives. And also Angela did, didn't Bella give her the advice to just go for it, to she ask? Did. Okay. In the movie. In the movie, yeah. yeah. Okay, so this season we will be focusing on vampire lore. Each week we will talk about different aspects of vampire history, legends, and famous tales that relate to our episode. This week's Hoochin' and Hollerin' Vamp History lesson is on natural enemies. So in vampire lore, the vampire's natural enemy is believed to be the children of the moon. Mm -hmm. They are said to be the most dangerous enemies of vampires because they are the only supernatural being strong enough to kill them. They are believed to have super strength, extremely warm blood, and incredibly fast speed. Um, They're mentioned in Breaking Dawn. Because remember, mm-hmm. Kat, that's why Kai, Caius is so scared. Because he thinks they're children of the moon. Anyway, children of the moon are creatures most commonly known as werewolves. Unlike in Twilight, they are not to be confused with shapeshifters because they are a species that unwillingly turn into hostile wolves during a full moon. The easiest way to think about it is to picture Lupin from Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah. So I guess children of the moon eventually... Um, they eventually, you know, through generations and generations, transformed into just like regular werewolves that could turn it on, turn it off. Oh. That's what I'm assuming. Because the wolves in Twilight are not children of the moon because no, they're, they're not shaped. Because they, children of the moon can't control. They right. can't control so, when so they turn. So werewolves are completely separate yeah. from the shapeshifters in our LaPush tribe. Yeah. It just so happened that the LaPush tribe shapeshift into wolves they could have shapeshifted into any type of animal yeah. you know yeah so um so these werewolves mostly harm humans but they are known to kill vampires on site mm. <laughs> they said on site um in order to become in order to become a child of the moon you would have to be bitten by one during the full moon you can also be scratched and become infected oh damn yeah so uh you thought Fuck. this is like in Buffy, like this is a big thing in Buffy. Okay. Uh, one of the girls' boyfriends turns into because he got bit by his younger cousin who was one. Uh, Dang! So y'all just me. passing it down. Me. <laughs> so um, werewolves are not aware of their human selves. Well, these children of the moon are not aware right. of their human selves when they transform until they become much older and experienced. Then they can turn it on, turn it off, which is weird. That's what I read. So once infected, werewolves can also mate in human or wolf form, and their offspring huh. can become a child of the moon. That's why I say I think through generations it might have transformed into um, just being regular werewolves or something like that. It could be. In the Twilight verse, the beef between vampires and children of the moon started in the Dark Ages. So vampires despised werewolves because they saw them as lower life forms. Caius, one of the Volturi leaders... Um, has a near-death experience at the hands of the creatures, which turns him into... Wait, yeah, it turns his oh, it turns hate, his hate for them. Into fear. Yeah. yeah, so now he's... He's terrified of them. Yeah. Because in Breaking Dawn, when mm-hmm. he sees them, he's like, oh, we gotta go! <laughs> <laughs> so Kai's decides to declare war on the werewolves, causing them to create packs and almost go extinct. This created animosity and distrust between the two of them even centuries later. Now they can even smell when... Either of them are near, so they can both smell them. So mm-hmm. Caius started this mess because right, he was trying to—he was trying to he was exterminate so them. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. Okay, that's our show for today. Yay. Thanks for hanging in there with us. We're so excited to continue talking Midnight Sun and getting boozed up for the second half of this season. Oh yeah. Um, shout out as always to our producer Jeffrey, my husband. Thanks, Thanks Jeff. If you're reading along with us, we will be discussing chapters 15 through 17 of Midnight Sun next week. Be sure to tune in next Thirsty Thursday for more hot takes and delicious cocktails. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify Podcasts. Subscribe and rate us five stars. Mm